Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammerton. My name is Phil Whelans. Joining me this week, uh, he is from the place where zeros and ones, everything that uh, that Bernier's bloke, Jim Bernier's, what was his name? Tim Berners-Lee. Tim Berners-Lee, <laughs> him, him and all things West Ham come together. Yes, the internet. Uh, the first place you should visit if you like West Ham and the internet is Knees Up Mother Brown. We all know this. And uh, um, one of the head honchos of uh, Knees Up Mother Brown, he is our friend. It's Gordon Thrower. Hello, Gordon. Good evening. Um, also joining us this week, it's uh, um, we, we've had Mark Sandel on, uh, who is uh, uh, probably is the only other radio producer we've had on who is also involved in uh, the uh, WHUISI. ISA. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is radio producer George Mann is with us. Good evening. He's producer of the Today Show. What's John Humphreys like? Is he nice? He's absolutely bloody terrific, actually. Is he? He's, he's, um, everyone's stupid, no, but you know he's the easiest man to deal with in the world because he never leaves you in any doubt what he's thinking. Right, right. Can, can he play right back? Yes, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we want to know about uh, John Humphreys. He seems like he might be a bad-tempered man from his demeanour on the show, but I imagine that's uh, just all an act for his interrogatory nature on the Today Show. Um I don't think it's necessarily bad temper. As I say, he, he never leaves you any doubt. Yeah. Whether, you, whether you're in front of him as an interviewer or in front of him as a producer, he um, he's very clear in expressing his yeah. views. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> uh, so when are we... Last week, we did the podcast, as we very often do on a Tuesday, so we have the Manchester City game to talk about, and we have the Southampton game to talk about. So, again, it's a, it's a week of contrasts, uh, and as Billich said, it was like a copy and paste of... Uh, of 
the kind of similar outcome with the Manchester City game, and then the reaction after has the same scoreline as the reaction after the previous Manchester City game. Couldn't we just cut and paste the Manchester City podcast conversation, bit in here, yeah. and then I wouldn't have to sort of relive it? Um, <laughs> did you go? Did you? Yes, go I was that? there. Yes, uh, you didn't go, did you, George? I, did I, go. I, did. I went oh, to Man City. Yeah. Oh, you went? Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You took a mate to it. You yeah, know, I took tragically, a, uh, I took you a tragically break. treated someone to that shambles. Yes, don't, you I, like, don't you like them? No, uh, <laughs> sadly, he was a Man City fan. He's um, <laughs> when, I, when I was a, I was up north for a few years, and I went to see quite a few Man City games. And I took uh, my friend Johnny, who was the reason I went. Uh, mm. It was his 50th birthday recently, so I said, oh, "I'll take you to the Man City game at home." He enjoyed it. I didn't. We were shit. No. They weren't. As a better tribute to his 50th birthday, you should have taken it to the one where they won 5 0, because that's 50. That's, it would have been the perfect. Very, very good. It would have been if the team had laid a tribute on for, yeah. for your friend. And a lot it, was, of team, it was exactly the same thing, wasn't it, though? Um, we were awful. Um, they dived a lot. And um, I applauded Silver for getting from the centre spot to the halfway line. Uh, when he was substituted, because it was the longest run he'd done without falling Falling over all game. There was slightly different in that we... The the first City game, we we sort of collapsed like a house of cards when things went against us, whereas this one, I thought we sort of maintained a, a... level of sort of proficiency of football but it was about errors just making mistakes rather than yeah, rather it, than losing heart it was more of just making yeah, it wasn't, it horrific it wasn't, wasn't quite as horrific perhaps but um yeah I think it was somebody pointed out it was what 20% better but <laughs> it was still pretty pretty awful night well I um <laughs> I had a gig so I thought I might be able to get there for the second half but in fact I just th- there was a huge screen in the place where I was working and uh, so I just watched it there and I glanced over my shoulder just as Obiang was screaming Squaring a ball across the midfield to be effortlessly intercepted by a runner, uh, which led to a goal. And I sort of thought, wow, this is pretty inept. Spare a thought for me. Everybody else left around me, and I was sort of like, there were only a few of us left. I had to stay until well after everybody had gone home because I have to do the press room stuff afterwards right. sort of site. And right. uh, I think I'm until nearly one o'clock. Man. So. Listening to a disconsolate Slavon Bilic say so it um, was a copy and paste. Of- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that might enter pundit sort of Argo. You know how it's sort of expressions every year. Everyone after a while, Dixon Keown starts saying the same thing. Like the press was big. Uh, it's all about the press. That was the big thing kind of last year. Intensity is quite a buzzword this year with pundits, and I think um, I think that might catch on. Billich is uh, it was copy a copy and paste. and paste of the previous Control V Slavin. Yeah, yeah. I think that might be. I think it might. I think that might catch on. I was once in a pub where. You remember Frank McClintock? Who, yes. Yeah, years ago, he used to be one of the people that Sky used to trot out in front of the screens. You remember that? Yeah, he used to do Soccer Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, did he? Now, yeah. I was in a pub watching a Newcastle versus Arsenal FA Cup match after a game I'd played in. And I stood there watching and we were talking about the game. And I said, well, Newcastle have had a lot of the play, but they... Lack a bit of guile, a bit of guile to get past the Arsenal defence. You, you were talking double winging captain Frank McClintock through the air. Well, well mm. basically, McClintock was within earshot and hearing me talk to my mates and saying that, yeah, Newcastle just lack that bit of guile. I've gone up to the bar a bit later on and um, McClintock's there with all his acolytes, his mates, and he's saying, um, yeah. Yeah, he said, uh, Newcastle didn't write, but they lack a bit of guile. I thought, you sod, you'd never heard the word guile before that. But worse still, the following Saturday, he's on there on 
soccer Saturday, the Sky thing. Is it soccer Saturday? Whatever they call it. And he's sitting there and he's, whatever game he's watching, he said, yeah, whoever it is, he's Aston Villa. Yeah, they lack a bit of guile. And I'm thinking, oh, guile gates. Guile, oh, guile gates. I want royalties, McClintock. Guile gates of the Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. I want royalties, McClintock. Yeah, yeah. No wonder they dropped him. Um. So then we, I mean, there probably isn't a huge amount to say about the Manchester City game. It was just wretched. We're trying to avoid it, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was sort of a wretched performance. But, but I, I think mean, in a way... It, you, do you know what's interesting? How few people there were there. I don't know. What the, I mean, there's been some stuff about official attendances around. But we, in 2 for one were in acres of space. I really? mean, a lot of it because we take a lot of kids. Yeah, So yeah. they couldn't go on it. It was a midweek game. But um, people knew it was happening. And, right. Yeah, but we were playing, you know, one of the top teams in England... One of the most exciting players. You thought, yeah, but just there was no one there. Interesting, because you know the in a way one of the games that sort of gave even the kind of most rabid naysayer a little bit of encouragement was that cup game against Chelsea, sort of under the lights in the week, because it did have a good a good atmosphere. It was really busy, and you could see the new stadium working, and so. Um, and after the, Palace, which was such a great experience, yes, you know, but, yes. you know, well, I, mean, I was talking to Mark that you mentioned earlier. You know, mm. we, we felt that it's one time like we were hugging our kids and we were like cheering, and it yeah. was, you know, it was we weren't dragging people there, uh, yeah, but yeah. extreme against their will, poverty, you know, misery. But you know, it was just it, there, there was just kind of no, there was no sense that we were playing one of the great teams in England, and they no. are one of the great teams in England. And when and particularly when you don't set up properly, and when you sort of you know mm. give them lots of space and give the makers of space and let Silver and Jesus or every you know sort of cut us apart. Yeah, but there was no kind of real sense of intensity. There. No intensity. But they said it needed <laughs> intensity. Well, I mean that absolutely was the reaction um, after that. Uh, EFL Manchester City game because we went to uh, well no oh no there was, a, there was the Southampton game earlier in the season that was wretched that performance mm. wasn't it I remember Mark yep. Noble's post-match interview and what they did take to the uh, to the next game away at Palace which we won by one didn't we uh, yeah, was intensity yeah, one, yeah. was intensity and and uh, um, we seem to need this reaction every time this season because the the Palace game after the previous City game. Uh, we were suddenly really good again. Although actually not in the first half of that game, it was when we went to four four two. Last twenty five minutes of that game, we were we, brilliant. We, we turned yeah. into a football team. Suddenly, yeah. all yeah, of a yeah. sudden. Yes, absolutely, we did. And uh, and similarly, away at Southampton after this game, we went to Southampton. Couldn't we just do it without actually getting hammered though? Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah just once yeah. in a while, like yeah. Yeah. Am I asking yeah. too much here? Well, I kind of you know. I mean, we we all know that a kind of a, a sort of. I mean, they, the Manchester City, we got beat by... Manchester United, rather, we got beat 2-0, which to... We got anyone, beat by Mike Dean. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that didn't see Don't that game would go, oh, well, you, you know, you were fairly effortlessly swept aside 2-0. But that's not the story of that game. We were good in that game. We were very good leading up to the sending off. And actually, if we'd got that equaliser, if Antonio sort of hadn't sort of panicked and maybe squared it and hadn't just kicked it at De Gea, we would have gone 1-1. And... I think, you know, we could have kept it 1-1 or or maybe even gone on to win uh, with 10 men, which would be amazing, but we didn't. And then they went two and that was it with an offside goal. And uh, so, that's, you know, the, that was a heroic defeat. But the two City games have been, you know, just 
just capitulations really and uh so then so then we went to southampton and uh uh we went gordon uh, yes we, we bumped there. into yeah. each other yeah. didn't we, we? Saw, did we not uh, uh, we had a lovely day out we normally drive to these games we went on the train because it's I just did. a very quick I did drive you drove uh me and jim no went and uh no jim this week jim's uh, in a rehab it's still we <laughs> won't let him come to these uh, now he doesn't uh because they angry up his blood too much so <laughs> you used to get day release uh to come to these because they would uh, even out um, his his fury and the drugs and alcohol, and uh, now they angry him up too much, so he's not allowed to come to these anymore. Um, <laughs> but he will be here next Bless week. Him. Let's hope. But Bless yes, him. I saw you and Jim. He, yeah. he was um, he was obviously given day release to go to Southampton. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was a lot of yeah. fun. I enjoyed it. He had one of those um, sort of uh, uh, those kind of bladder type things, camel things that, that marathon runners have with a tube that you wear it like a rucksack and a tube comes into your mouth. So he was able to uh, drink absinthe just mostly all day without the stewards at Southampton <laughs> noticing and uh, managed yeah, to get him through. Notice how the stewards managed to confiscate an, about a million bottles of Diet Coke. And yet somebody managed to get a flipping smoke canister in there. Got a flare like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. still coughing as a result of that. Yes, well, the flare was quite near us, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very exciting when the flare went off. Yeah, I like a flare going off. I like people running on the pitch. Uh, I love a pitch invasion. I love it. And, uh, and a fight. Um, I tell you what, people who are sort of watching that and trying, you know, either watching it or just listening on the radio, they must have um, been very bewildered at some of the chanting going on. And I vote that we don't tell them what the chant of We Love You Big Tits We Do was all about, <laughs> yes. just so that they, yes. can, <laughs> they can actually try yes. and imagine what yes. was going on. Uh, a heavy set gentleman uh, removed... <laughs> no, 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 you're removed, spoiling it now. Yeah, removed an upper garment. Frankly, I'd rather know than assume what the, it might have been otherwise. But, uh. Yes, a heavy set gentleman removed an upper garment and uh, uh, it was very game of him to do that because a lot of banter... Uh, <laughs> to, to be fair, he was a good sport because yes, he was getting of, a lot of stick, but he, he did get it. To be fair to us, we did give him a big round of applause yeah yeah, yeah. There, there was a, a game of uh, many to Canio Danny Shito for QPR uh, when we were there and um, there was a we, we were all it was it was a nightmare one of those games at QPR where they couldn't handle the crowd it was all a nightmare all crushed so we're all absolutely wound up by the time we got in at which point everyone was just really up for it yeah and there was one woman who was somewhat larger than the average person <laughs> completely on her own in a donut <laughs> and she said have you eaten all your friends? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, we were talking about sort of great away, a great away trip. Sam always talks about one at Arsenal where we were getting fairly soundly beaten uh, at Arsenal and uh, um, the West Ham fans just decided to act as if we'd pulled one back. And so somebody's sort of jumping up and down going, goal, goal. And the Arsenal fans are just going, no, you ain't scored. You are we're going to score but you ain't scored a goal so then the West Ham fans decided that we'd pulled the game level and began celebrating a goal but also singing 1-0 and you fucked it up 1-0 <laughs> about a completely fictional sort of equalising of the game and I Was think they had to go on to win and the Arsenal fans were just so confused by this but that's the sort of thing that makes you really proud especially away from home you do that uh, was, was, that wasn't the game where suddenly who was it was it Lunga who went on this, um, this amazing and very atypical run beating several players before losing the ball and suddenly became a cult hero yeah yeah and, yeah. Um, yeah well he was better uh, than Kakar was he hammer of the year 
No, 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 no. Lunga never got anywhere near Hammer of the Year, trust me. Uh, no. He got larger shorts of the year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he became, I'm sure it was in Lunga. He suddenly became a cult hero purely on the strength, because we were getting tonked. It was, I think it was a New Year's Day game or something like that. And we were getting absolutely tired. I think we lost it. Two nil, and it could have been twenty. But um, I, I don't know, wasn't uh, he? Because he had because he had a fantastic season for us when he sort of came on loan. You know, I might be wrong. Uh, I might have. I saw, I saw, I saw and then wrong, yeah. an ignominious kind of just slump. And those were the rumours. I, when I the might rumors have the came, wrong player here. When the rumours came, so, that he was, had a, he had a free bus pass to get to the yes, game. The, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> in his kind of late eighties. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, uh, of course, the last season where I, it may have happened before. I, Try to remember if it did or not, but I do remember the chant. When you go to Arsenal, they've got all those um, silhouettes of the trophies that they won. Oh, they've yeah, won. Yeah. And of course, and there's, the a gap, isn't there? there's the gap. <laughs> there's, there's no 1980 on your wall, is the chant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which, which confused the hell out of them. But I thought it was actually quite inventive. So. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, Saturday, anyway. Saturday, it yeah. was uh, lots of uh, good bants with the crowd and a good performance. It yeah. was. Um, when that first goal from their new striker, whose name I've forgotten, went Gabbiadini. in, Gabbiadini. Gabbiadini and went in, I did sort of think, yeah, here we happened go again. Early, yeah, yeah, here yeah. we go again. I did think, because I think they were having a good spell at that time, mm. weren't they? They were having a good spell. They Definitely, were more or less yeah. camped out in our half for that first 14 minutes or something before they scored a goal. And so when it went in, I thought, oh no, we're not going to just fold, are we? The this best thing be we horrible. did was equalising very, very quickly afterwards. Within minutes, didn't yeah, we? You it, know, it, it was, it was it gone One, two minutes. minutes of that. Yeah. And, and, and then actually... Um, their heads went down like ours usually down. do. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Their heads went down. In fact, they seem to be as has happened to us a few times, slightly confused by scoring a goal. Yes. And, and because, in fact, we, we we got back into the game, you know, before we scored that equalising goal. We were sort of uh, um, starting to kind of make inroads before that goal went in, which was within minutes of their goal. And, uh, yeah, it really it was, was, it was. It must have been maximum of two minutes. Yes, it was very short. Yeah, I yeah. think we, we hadn't got enough time to really sort of um, realise we were behind before we were level. And then I'd um, say we were pretty much it, yeah. in control for that the whole it, game. Yeah. They, yeah. they um, I think yeah. we were better in midfield. We sort of won the midfield battle. I, I thought Obiang had a superb game. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and, um, I mean, there was one point that was pure Andy Carroll where the ball was played up to him. And he controlled it with his chest, laid it down to his feet, and he had no fewer than four Southampton players around mm, him mm. and still managed to actually lay the ball off into space into uh, one of our players. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, yeah. that's good forward. Play. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was great. He had a really good game. I mean, I sort of... He's starting to really sort of get into some form now, Andy Carroll, yeah. I think. I, I, for, for me... I felt earlier this season that the, 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 the toll of injuries... I felt that he might never quite get back to his best. But he always seems still to bounce not... back, doesn't he? He, yes. he, he, he? he takes his knocks. In, you know, you see mm. these players that you know have one injury and it kind of you know kills them for you know. Alan Devonshire was never the same after the Wigan game. Oh, and, to and be the, fair, that was a really horrible injury. I, I mean, I've had that one myself. But you know, yeah, but you know, he, 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 he does seem to bounce back. And uh, I, I, was, I was watching that game on the telly. The uh, was it was it Astro? Was it the one previous to that that he did himself? At, uh, um, who did we play before? And um, Dom, no, Dom Zala. Dom Zala. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it was Astro. It, it might be Astro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that seems so long ago. I know, but, you know, but he didn't. It didn't seem to be a serious injury. But it's knackered him for three months. Yeah. He's come yeah. back and he's, you know, he's had a rest. He's had some family time and he's come back and he, you know, he's been absolutely on fire. And I think that 
thank God, because we haven't got very much else no, 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 up yeah. front. So, um, well, he, um, when he sort of came back, uh, we, we've noticed previous times he, he came back, he didn't seem to quite have the spring for the kind of leap that he had. Mm. And with that, because he had that kind of um, sort of Achilles-type heel, that weird heel injury, you, mm. you think, well, that must affect your jumping because the Achilles and stuff sort of comes into it. Also, perhaps kind of just wasn't quite as sharp for a big man as he has been because, you know, he surprises you with his mobility for a kind of six foot four inch behemoth. My, my, my um, one concern is... the last is, couple of games, yeah. he does seem to... And also, he isn't leaping as much because he's not having to win so many long punted balls. In fact, we've really been on the deck with those last... That, the, kind the, of, the good thing is, and um, it hasn't always happened, but in, in recent games, occasionally, where the ball has been lumped up to him... Um, it seems to have twigged the, the rest of the team seems to have twigged that actually if we get a little bit close to him he yeah, can lay it off to us and he's good at holding up and he's good at laying it off and my one concern is that this um, um, possible slight groin injury that he's been feeling which mm. led to his early removal on um, Saturday um, I'm just hoping that that is as um, uh, slight innocuous, as yeah, innocuous yeah. As, as, well, as is being touted that's happened um, a couple of times isn't it that yeah. he's been taken off to just sort of rest him yeah. um, hold that thought and we'll be back with you after these messages when it comes to a software vendor audit you need to park the bus Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Welcome back. Uh, we were talking about Andy Carroll's uh, fitness, uh, but we absolutely, uh, um, as you said, George, we sort of have to keep him fit for this run-in because he's kind of all we've got. Um, he took his goal very well. The the the, mm. the ball put through from Obiang was sort of brilliant. He was in Perfection. miles of space. I, I, he like both a, of them were in miles of space. Yes, I, yes. I, was, I, I watched it today, this afternoon again before coming yes. out, and it was just ridiculous. It was yeah. I, I think basically me and Noam could have, me and Gordon could have kind of knocked this one out because uh, basically <laughs> me playing the Obiang role and you running through. Oh, yeah. It mm. was just it was there. There was no one near either of them. And no, do you know the clever of, bit though? Um, and whether this was was meant or accident or by design, but. Um, you watch that goal again. Um, when Obiang gets the ball and looks up, you see Carroll actually pointing in completely the opposite direction yeah. before setting off to exactly where the through ball went. Yes. Um, you know, whether, I mean, obviously you can't hear what, what, what was said. And I if that was, yeah. if that was, I really want you to play it over there and then he didn't. I, or I don't think we've if got that a, was just clever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we've got a Georgie George Smiley on our hands. I don't think is he <laughs> yeah. deliberately. I mean, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it looks, it looks very no, clever. He points the ball in one, points one direction. I, I, runs I, I, the other yeah. and it's yeah. Yeah. I, I think Pedro just took control he decided yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going it's there going, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean yeah. maybe it just didn't look very very funny and it was interesting actually that you know Southampton you know they're almost full side for them because they sold Font to us yes and then immediately they lost Virgil lost van Dijk yeah. and then they left with Ishida and a uh, quick browse of the Southampton forums means uh, they're not entirely thrilled with this prospect and they think no. they're, they could be in a, you know they could sink like a stone I mean they've got enough points probably yeah, uh, but uh, it's yeah, not they're, be a they're not a happy bunch down there they haven't been for quite some time and the, the general feeling is that the, um, the, the what I will refer to to my dying days as the League Cup final mm -hmm. is papering over a hell of a lot of cracks yeah um, yeah 
But then, I mean, they're likely, it looks like they may be bought out by some Chinese people, which may change things. Um, yeah. I mean, amazingly, I mean, it's, um, although they're not all that happy with the Chinese who've announced that a deal is nearly done, and apparently they're, the Chinese are offering about half of what the current owners actually want, so it's not nearly oh, done right. at all. Well, so. the current owners aren't sort of, you know, aren't fours. No, they? no, they've no, got a, yeah. yeah, they've got to get at least one more season of guaranteed Premiership football. So yeah, yeah, I think I think they're they're asking for something like two hundred and seventy million, and the Chinese people have said we're very close to a deal, and we've offered one hundred and eighty. So <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, considering you know uh, our guys got it, got our club for one hundred million. Yeah, um, it just yeah. makes you wonder what we must be worth and how much they get if and when they sell. Southampton own their own stadium, then. True, true. Yes, well, we'll probably get on to that because we'll talk a little bit about uh, WHISA, uh, WHUISA. Um, uh, so kind of financial stuff we'll talk about a bit. Um, this, you know, whether it's a four four two or whether it's some other kind of formation, what it does is it's getting people closer to Andy. And, yeah. uh, you know, he when he's badly uh, deployed uh, most of Allardyce away, um, he's on his own up front yeah. in a, with a five-man packed midfield behind him, unable to prevent a four-man midfield just walking through them. Um, uh Getting those players closer to him, specifically Antonio, uh, Indeed, yeah. is working very well. Um, we didn't we we didn't buy a striker in the transfer window. We didn't buy two of the targets that sort of we we were everyone was saying were our kind of prime goals for the window: striker and a right back, striker and a right back. We were saying it like a mantra. Um, as it got closer to the window closing, uh, Bilic was well. If we don't get what we want, uh, I'm I'm confident that we have the players to get through the rest of the season which of course he's got to say I mean he can't he can't have his head in his hands and go oh, it's going to be a nightmare um, so oh, we're doomed we're doomed yeah yeah so it's, 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 it's very disingenuous to expect anyone to make kind of public pronouncements uh, that, that, that kind of go oh it's all going wrong we're really inept we're really bad at our job which which you know judging by things I've read on various forums people think that the board should do but um, I was wondering whether because they, because you had to go into the new stadium um, debt-free, that was a kind of condition of moving into it, maybe Southern and Gold did sort of dob in quite a lot more money last season to, to clear the debt, and they did sort of say to Slavin and so on, we, you know, we haven't got a lot, which is why they were kind of after well, a 30, 40 well, million it's, it's, it's striker. It's not debt-free, the debt is to Gold and Sullivan, so we're not, yeah. not yes, debt-free. Yes, so. yes. I mean, uh, what we owed to the banks was cleared by... Selling the bowling, and yeah, yeah. that cleared off the external debt, if you yes. like, the debt to non-shareholders. It just um, felt that so we're now the club as, a, as, a, as an entity is still in debt. It's in debt to Golden Sullivan, yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's a private company, so yeah. you can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, we, yeah. I mean, there's only so far you can delve into that. Once, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but it's sort of uh, you know. The, by by the by, that sort of does sometimes make some of that kind of anti-Golden Sullivan stuff sort of a bit galling because they're going, the greedy bastards just draining money out of the club. Kind of going, no, at the moment, their money, well, they've paid a lot of money into the club at the moment. They are down. They're in the red at the moment, those two guys. So yeah, they're I mean, not, they're, they're, they're not, not like going to come out. They're not going to come out. If they wanted to knock it off tomorrow, they could do. But I don't think, you know, these guys are successful businessmen, you know, David Gold's been in the business for 50 years and Sullivan probably 40. Mm. They've made their money by being successful businessmen, by knowing what to buy and what to sell and how to, yeah. know, predominantly how to price things. And I don't think that, you know, they have any other motivation to make West Ham successful. 
No, no, no yes, yeah, right. and, and absolutely. Yeah, well, you know, one of them is a supporter since childhood, so you know, that's yeah. a kind of you know, that's a. Uh, but I, you know, but also as businessmen, there, there, there's yeah. no way that anything else will be to make it successful because they know that you know they've they made a big gamble in selling the bowling, they made a big gamble moving to the Olympic Stadium, and they know if they are going to, you know, the, you know, if you looked at the start of December, there's a good chance we could have gone down. If, yeah, we looked, yes, know, yeah, before those uh, the Hull and the Burnley games, you know, I, I, yes. I wasn't full of confidence we we weren't going to no, play. No, 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 no. Possibly AFC Wimbledon next year. Yeah, or, absolutely. Yeah. And, we, and we joked about that, but uh, yeah, we've got through that. We have got thirty-one points. We're very unlikely to go down. Yeah. But they, you know, I don't think there's any doubt in the motivation. I think it's the ability and the tactics and the ability to see the bigger picture in terms of actually spending a few bob in the summer might have helped out. Spending a few bob in the transfer window might have helped yeah. to build us a decent team. Um, and, you know, and instead of going to kind of like these Zaza loan deals and, you know, yes. Cagliari and whatever yes. else. So, I mean, you know, we, we went down a particular route and now, but, but, and that strategy seems to have gone completely out the window that we were then looking at, you know, sort of Snodgrass, who, you know, is a fantastic player, but is 29. Yeah. Font, yeah, yeah. who, you know, at 33, even if he's a crafty, Old campaign has probably got a season and a half in it for yes. eight million. I, so you know, it just seems like we, we you know, having gone from the, you I know, think, the. I think the font deal though, there was a little bit extra to that in in the. Um, uh, <coughs> excuse me, they actually played it a little bit shrewd there because um, they kept the fact that Ogbonna yeah, could barely they kept it walk, quiet. yeah, yeah, very very quiet. Um, yeah. Obviously, I think Southampton may have twigged, hence the eight million fee. Uh, and it looked an odd deal that um, yeah, we've signed a centre half when um, you know, everyone's saying we need a strike and a right back. And they announced and then, one and then once he yeah. signed, suddenly the font deal made a bit of sense. Okay, we can argue about the cost for a 33 year old, um, however fit he may be. Um, and the, the thing is, that's you know, that's what Southampton wanted for him. That's what we had to pay. But um, the overall, let's, they're taking back for that now. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was it, it was almost West Ham sort of luck. You know, you you, you flog off one. Um, I'm not questioning the wisdom of the deals, but yeah, I just want yeah. I just want uh, that, you know, that that was slightly less unwise than it looked at the start. I think. I'm, I mean, not, I'm not questioning yeah, the wisdom but, of the deals, but, but I'm just thinking you know, we we we've got this guy, you know, terroristly in charge of transfers and we look yeah. at the where it goes I mean we're supposed to have a strategy we're supposed to be building for the future yeah. we talked about a world class transfer system a world class squad we've gone to buying you know Simone Zaza who can't yeah. take a penalty to Robert Snodgrass to Joseph Font then to Scott I mean I don't know well, where I mean, the head yeah. is at at the club at the moment when it comes to recruiting players well, and, I, I, yeah. and at the same time we've got people like Josh Cullen out alone who aren't and you know, Samuelson who aren't getting a chance to take yeah. part in the, in, in the club I wonder whether the environment I mean you, you know the environment has as much to do with them I, I, you know I, I think they you know over the over the summer I think they they were uh, you know just looking to consolidate in the new stadium and, and, and I think everyone would be happy if they finished between sort of somewhere between 7th and 12th you know just mid-table finish um, and you know, build on that and sort of invest on that and try and go up to the next level, which we will have to do in a 60,000-seat stadium. We've got to... We can't be relegation-threatened. Uh, we've got to really be challenging for those sort of top places because we're in that sort of size of stadium, you know. Um, but, I mean, I'm sure they were fairly confident that one of those, like Backer or that Lacazette, 
Bertie, what's the guy's name? We were going to come, you know, you know, because they really, you know, they they went, that they went out for them. Yeah, they went out for those guys, and they just turned them down. You know, and I and I think that's you can't really legislate for that. And also, there's just not many. We never seemed close, and we never seemed close to doing a deal at no point. You know that we thought that that was actually going to happen. And there all seems to, you know, they start off with Font, you know, we'll give you sort of two and a half being a Rolo for Jose Font. Uh, yeah. And we end up playing sort of eight minutes. So the, the, the whole idea that, you know, you're, you're, you know, as I say, they know the value of a buck and I, you know, I don't think that's a yeah. problem, but they, you know, that if you're going to sort of play at this level, you know, you can't go in the whole low ball tactic and hope to get the player in the end. I think and one thing about this particular window that's just passed, and notwithstanding the fact that we didn't get a striker or a right back, which I think is pretty much acknowledged that we all needed, but um, the, the, the this particular window was played out less in view of the public than... Um, yeah, previous windows had like we're we're going out, we're going to sign a strike of a twenty million with the general. Well, there's, a, well, there's a reason for that, isn't there? And yeah, and it was just like, well, yeah, everybody turns up and says, "Oh, right, you've got twenty million to spend." Yeah, um, here's our striker; he's worth twenty five. And yeah, this time around, it was uh, it was played out a little bit more. And I think they're learning a lesson after. Um, well, I think they, they should, I we, hope should, so, should anyway. we say politely they've they've changed their social media strategy about uh, how indeed, they, yes, about <laughs> how, <laughs> how they yeah. communicate. And, and perhaps yeah, and of course everyone turns around and says, "Oh, yeah." They take a more very, subtle social yeah, media strategy. But, but when it when it goes all quiet and nobody's saying anything and everybody sort of gets up in arms and you know as sort of deputy editor of a website that obviously thrives on its news perhaps I shouldn't be saying this but I'm actually glad that there's, it's yeah, silent until something's done I'd kind of prefer that from a football point of view putting my wanting a football club to do well hat on as opposed to helping it run a website that thrives yeah. on news I, th- I sort of think the you know the winter transfer window is a sort of poison chalice and I think if you feel that you can sort of you know you're in a safe enough position to sort of limp to the end of the season and I feel that we still have a kind of we've got a patched up team we've had a patched up team this whole season it doesn't quite feel like it's you know we've actually got our ideal team now especially up front I mean um, we we had, a, we had a tactic predicated on a kind of hitting teams on the break and Andy for all his virtues is not fast Sacco is the man that's kind of fits the tactic we had yeah yeah he's not going to but Sacco's been kind of this sort of West Ham jail since you know yeah. Mark Easter last year and, and really there was no I mean, prospect that he was going to play for us but there's no strike I mean there's just no strikers around especially since the kind of the, you know the vogue for kind of 4-5-1 uh, means that you know if it was if you if you were a football team like Manchester United at the end of the 85-86 season you could go well we can either have that Tony Cotty guy or we could have that Frank Mag- there's two guys you could buy now teams have one guy who's like so you're going Lukaku's a really good striker uh, you know um Ivanisevic is a good striker, you know. There's, they're all singles now. There's, um, you know, um, no, um, Zlatan, Ibrahimovic. <laughs> <Abraham, laughs> I get, I get those. Yeah, the Ivanisevic. Ivanisevic tries to avoid player. hitting the net, as, anyway, <laughs> as I anyway, recall. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, there's not many of them about, and that's an argument for kind of I we, mean, we, we, our academy. You're hoping that at some point in the next kind of six or seven years, someone will come through that's a striker that we've just already got them because one's on the market, that, especially who can be the sort of solo striker up front. You know, you can't think of them and the, and the clubs want to hang on to them. There seems to be no one really out there, which is why everyone knew about uh, Backer and everyone knew about Batshui and you know about these guys, you know. But, yeah, but then we had the whole ridiculous false 
courting and dancing around Scott Hogan. And it, you think that... Yeah. I mean, well, I it's just, just so hard, isn't it? Because, I mean, I think, Snod, I think Snodgrass... Then, I think Snodgrass is we pay 10 million for them in this window. But if, as will probably happen, Hull went down. You'd be able to get him for four, five? You'd be able to get him for I half? don't know. I mean, I, 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 I think Snodgrass is... Because Snodgrass uh, is a class player and he has been a class he, act for he's brought something three or four thing. years. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, I, think, I think it's a delightful signing. But you... I, I just don't understand what was going on with Brentford because we were chasing after this guy for the best part of three weeks and then we kind of, we threw him under a bus and then we kind of, then the owners threw Slavin under a bus. It just uh, turned around uh, and said, well, in the end the manager didn't fancy him, in which case why are we wasting all that time putting in increased bids for, I mean, well, I, I, I will admit I've not seen enough of Hogan to, to, no, I have a decent I opinion. I mean, I've got a um, friend who's a Brentford fan yeah. who just said he rates you very highly. Yeah. Do very, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we heard that um, about Sam Baldock. We heard that about yeah, Nicky exactly. Maynard. Nicky and, Maynard, Sam yeah. Baldock are the two that yeah, leap to mind immediately. I sort of feel yeah. that, you know, I feel that if, if we can, I think sort of, you know, limping to the end of the season, because I don't think we're going to finish any higher than eighth. We can't, I don't think. We're not going to finish above Everton. We might finish above, who's above us? West, West Brom. Brom. I think we can above finish us, above West Brom. Which is Saturday. Um, yes, and that's, you know, that, that, that's where we can chip away at because they're about five above us, and then I think Everton are like several points above them. So I don't think we're going to, you know, finish above that, but then we probably won't finish below. So I just want to have so. a good time. I yeah. just, just want to have a few yeah, more that's days right. like so, Palace. So, I yeah, mean, really, I, think, yeah. I think we, um, you know, I think it's wise in a way to, to not pay, you know, not go to like 15 million for a kind of championship striker who just might not cut it in the top flight, and then see who's around in the summer. But where, um, but where are you recruiting these people from anymore? And what's the strategy? Because, you know, you, you go back over the years, you sort of look at the great, you know, the strikers, either we apply from another, we're going to recruit from another established premiership team, but who's going to sell us yeah. a striker that we can afford, or we have to be a little bit more creative and try and bring people through. That's the and, dilemma. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, and we thought that Hogan was a guy to uh, do that, you know, to just go through that kind of like three and a half weeks of pain and sort of, you know, kind of leaking and kind of, you mm. know, suggesting, trying to unsettle. He was left out of the side with little, in inverted commas, injuries in case he was mm. going to be off next week and, and then he ends up at Villa. It, it, yeah, yeah. We're slightly, uh, we're slightly running out of time. Time is our enemy. Can I talk um, about some bricks? Yes, you yeah, talk uh, about bricks. Yeah. yeah, just a quick one. Um, here's the here's the deal. The um, the, the old, much lamented um, bowling grounds being demolished, and many of you may have bought some bricks there. The um, Trevor Brooking. Yeah, the Trevor Brooking side has been uh, has been demolished, and. Some of the bricks that were there with inscriptions on have been salvaged, about a thousand of them. And um, if one of those is yours, um, it might be a good idea to have a look at Facebook. Um, there's a page there called Bolin Brick Salvage, from memory, um, run by uh, Donna Hoyerman. I hope I pronounced that right. John Joe's mum. John Joe's mum, yeah, indeed. And, John Joe's... Um, uh, what they've done is they've salvaged a lot of these bricks with um, inscriptions on, and if one of those is yours, um, they're going to be uh, around the sports club this weekend um, pretty much from 10 till uh, 7, I think. If they don't get rid of them, they're going to be able to get them into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if you're going to lob it at someone, that's a hell of a throw. But <laughs> Or if you're particularly wealthy, just buy the whole wall yeah, of, of bricks. Uh, but the thing is, um, turn up at the sports club if you've got a brick with the inscription on. They're making a list of the ones they've got. If you have a look at that Facebook site, um, 
you'll find if they've got yours. And and, for a modest um, donation to the Bobby yeah, Moore um, Fund. Yeah, indeed. A donation to the Bobby Moore Fund in recognition of all the hard work they've done in digging out these bricks and working out who's is who. Um, you can be reunited with your brick. With your so brick. Bowling Brick Salvage. Look that up on Facebook. That'll be uh, port of call. Very good cause, the Bobby Moore uh, Foundation. So that sounds good. Sounds very good. Um, we've got West Brom at the weekend, haven't we? Saturday, three o'clock kickoff, isn't it? Regular, yep. it's not a yep. late one. Proper, uh, proper kickoff time, good. proper day. Um, Tony Poulis. They're going well. <laughs> you know, they're going well. Tony Poulis every time. <laughs> but we, yeah, we sort of, I'm, you know, obviously they just caned us up there. I went to that and it's just awful. But we were wretched at the time. And, you know, so, so this will be hopefully a different kettle of fish. Um, we, Difficult uh, to beat as most Pulis sides. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that's in yeah. the um, Spare a like thought for Tony, though. If you've got a few spare pennies, having made your donation to the Bobby Moore Fund, I understand he might be um, in need of a bob or two. He's got six million tax um, bill. No, not tax. He owes Crystal Palace for his loyalty bonus oh. plus the legal stuff plus the costs. Uh, yes, yes. Um, he's uh, yeah. He's, which uh, can I have my bonus early? I want to buy the kids some land. Was the uh, the thing and. Two weeks later, he left. He left. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. Good, but, uh, Which I hope we've uh, visited upon uh, Dimitri Payet, because we uh, gave him yeah, a lot yeah. of didn't we? I wonder how much that Payet was. Payet and Pulis. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I sort of feel Pulis sides used to really be difficult to play against, but I feel we, I might be completely wrong statistically, but I feel we've done a little better against West Brom in the last few years. I don't, I'm not so sort of intimidated by... it was 2-1 all draws last year, was it not? Yeah, um, yeah. So, you yeah. know, it's sort of... I mean, I'm including... Getting spanked in a cup and getting spanked away this year. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure that holds yeah. up. Feels no, good, maybe it doesn't. Yeah, maybe yeah. it doesn't. Maybe it's just no. a feeling. But apart from that, Phil, it's a yeah, really, yeah. really good point. So yeah. I, 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 it's just... It's, it's, uh, and having somebody who's known Adrian Charles over the years... Losing to West Brom has never been top of my list of fun things to do. <laughs> no, so he, no. He's not somebody who wears it lightly. So, um, no, I, you know, I fear the worst. Oh, um, do you? Predictions? I actually feel, fear, I fear the best, actually, um, if that's a, such a phrase. Um, I think we'll win, but I think it's going to be one of those, a little bit like Burnley or, or Hull, where we win 1-0. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're not exactly over-endowed with strikers. They've got um, Rondon, who's their Rondon, main man. Yeah. Um, and his backups are um, uh, Robson Canu, who, um, despite his... Um, Welsh Euro, heroics. Euro, his, his, yeah, his Euro heroics. He's the he's, he's Gary Breen of... Uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, yeah um, he's a bit of a journeyman. And the other sort of striker they've got is um, Chapstick Kako, something like that, who's the first player born in 1999 to play in the Premier oh, League. Cool. Which, how old does that make us feel? Mm. Um, so they're not exactly over in doubt up front but no. um, then that's a purist side they're not meant to be are they no, so no. Um, I think 1-0 to us and it one may nil? even be a penalty or something George yeah, that's right I think a scrappy 1-0 win for West Brom I feel that I, feel, for West Brom. I just think I think after the highs of Southampton 31 points we're only two we're only probably two wins off mm-hmm. safety and I'm still thinking about that it, and uh, I think you know I was thinking that this time last year when we were about sort of fourth or fifth I'm thinking one more win and we're safe from relegation no, no, no. <laughs> but you know I, I still can't get out of my head this kind of the pre-Hull and Burnley fear that I had yeah. that I, I generally thought that we were if, if on the slippery me, slope if you would offered me 16th 17th then I'd have bitten your hand off Ooh. and I think that, yeah we're doing okay I um, well after after obviously yeah, my yes, my <laughs> run of superb predictions um, I slightly came on start with Manchester United because I went for West Ham United nil Manchester, Manchester City 15 
and so I was 11 short of that but I think it's I think only the, because they declared they give a spit in the, <laughs> in the spirit of, of things, the game I think, I, think yeah. I was pretty accurate um, I don't know let me see 2-2 um, 2-2 two, two. Two, two. I'm going to I'm going to go against what one would expect mm. from this game it being a kind of tight mm. game and controversial actually, it won't necessarily be expansive but I think it's possible that both teams might score twice you know we, 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 we they're going to play we, AU on his own up front give Andy <laughs> Carroll a rest and we'll get run over you reckon <laughs> alright uh, that is and on that happy note, <laughs> yeah, happy note. <laughs> cheers yeah. cheers George <laughs> uh, thanks for that George um, you th- actually your real prediction is nil one though isn't it nil one um all right, so that's it. Uh, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans. Uh, with me have been George Mann. Thank you very much. Gordon Thrower. Thanks for having me. Come on, you irons. Irons. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.